0: Always happy to accept multi-million dollar offers for jobs in meaningless leagues. Welcome to Handapod. story everybody this week is of course the confirmation earlier today as we're talking on monday that diego maradona is going to be managing for some ridiculous sum of money in uh, the united arab emirates what was the name of the club actually al wasi al al that yeah. will be the translation so so this week i'm i'm here uh, i'm sam kelly of course and i'm here as ever with uh, with both of the Dan's and with Seba garcia
1: Hello.
0: hola and also with a very special guest um, Asli, I've just realised I don't know your last name Pelit. Asli, Pelit, Asli Pelit. Um who is a TV presenter for ESPN
2: No, for my show Uri- actually comes out on TRT, Turkish okay. TRT Sport, right. so Sport Network from Turkey
0: Right. Uh, who's going to be here to share her thoughts on Maradona's um, <laughs> transfer signings on the the five goal thriller yesterday between Lanus and Bele Sarsfield and several other stories which aren't yeah. anywhere near as important as those two I, I think we can skim <laughs> over Boca River maybe well,
3: uh, yeah Sam- I think we should mention it at least yeah, yeah maybe
4: or
0: Manchester City winning the FA Cup yeah. pick, pick your poison Ma- Manchester yeah. City winning the FA Cup I can cope with because it was sufficiently overshadowed by Manchester <laughs> United <laughs> winning the league we'd, we'd I thought it was supposed, the other way around I suppose yeah. it's, it's just City's luck in a way but, <laughs> um, yeah if, if any of you are Manchester City fans then of course congratulations to you he says through gritted teeth <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, the, the the more pertinent story from the weekend's football, as far as Argentina is concerned, of course, is the business of Patricio Lostau stealing the Super Classico <laughs> from River. Oh come with on! With there, there on, were at least twelve clear cut penalties <laughs> that he turned. No, there were two. <laughs> I, two I counted two. Three, three. There three. were a lot of River fans on Twitter screaming. When I say screaming, I mean of course typing in capital letters about six clear cut penalties <laughs> that Lostau didn't. Didn't give, and I I counted two. Uh, one of which I can see why the star didn't give the, the first half one on Funes Mori, where he was pushed. Although I thought the the linesman should have flagged for it. The second one was one of those where it definitely should have been a penalty, but at the same time, you would probably end up with at least two penalties in every game if it was if it was given. Um, and of course if you're listening then you probably know that Boca Juniors won uh, 2-0 in the Superclásico against River Plate which which gives River some relegation complications again and depending on who you listen to might have reignited this talk about Boca potentially being back in the title race sever
4: I don't know what you, you were saying. Say something, something in, uh, in the emails. <laughs> He's
0: going to say, uh, "And that's super classical.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, first, I think um, this Superclassico it was a different story from others, and uh, in, in a way, in a way that I really enjoyed the game. I think it was attractive. It was, it had a lot of condiments. I really hated the build-up. I mean, that that entire week of constant uh, comments on 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 the preview and the building of, of for the super classico build up for the super and you get to hear what the players are eating are, are eating or <laughs> everything like lots of information that is completely useless and needless, but then the 90 minutes were really exciting and, and i think it was epic in the way it finished with almeida kissing his <laughs> his shirt in front of the boca fans i think that was that added to the folklore of, of boca river and i think it's going to be tough for this super classico is going to be remembered for for, for for many years yeah. and, and also because of the blunder that Juan Pablo Carrizo uh, had when he scored an own goal and the ball was, wasn't even going in the direction of, of his goal and he sent it in so I think there were a lot of things to talk and especially this was Martin Palermo's last ever super classico and he scored the second goal for Boca
0: another point which will probably add to the folklore exactly So, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. in recent years this is the most entertaining super classic I can remember it's always like <clears throat> as we talked about last week there's always 1-0 it's a very tight game whoever scores basically just hangs on but yeah this one you had everything as you said you had the Almeida stirring up uh, shit with his his <laughs> demonstrations after the game, and you had the, the fight at the end of the game with Clemente sent off as well. And Mati Palermo's tears as well in the post-match mm. interview. Yeah, he was he was crying even after he scored the goal. It was mm. it was, and, and then Bombonero was going crazy and. And, yeah, just an entertaining game because we, we, we had a couple of goals, uh, as, I, as I predicted, last week.
2: Um, oh, you have to mention <laughs> that, don't
1: you? I do, yeah. When he gets one right, you don't get too many Guess right. Guess who so. gets yeah. right. You see, when you guys try it, you're just not even close you know, with this <laughs> mysticness. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, basically I think River were dominating the first 25 minutes or so, and and Boca pretty much scored against the run of the play with, as Seba said, a ridiculous own goal from Carissa. Assuming most people have seen it now But yeah. sort of a corner came in He was he was pushing off Malche Who was bothering him But then the corner came in And he just sort of tried to palm it yeah, It was a really strange attempt at, Yeah Yeah, Monzón
0: flicked it, it
4: with, with his head Like he, he deflected mm. it a little bit And Carrizo was worried about I think it was Chavez And he was trying to push him oh, away I, I think it was Chavez, yeah <coughs> and, and, and then the ball came to towards him, and he pulled it in and i th- that was horrible horrible goalkeeping from him um but up to that point river i think it, they were better, and they had a penalty appeal that I think he should have been given Yeah, the, the one
1: Sam mentioned before I, I do think that was a penalty The Funes Mori one Where he was pushed Then uh, it's probably given 50% of the time Those ones But it was it was a clear penalty I think
3: I mean, I've got to say kinda, From a Racing wrestling, wrestling fan kind of view It's hard to have Too much sympathy Because <laughs> Racing <laughs> never get penalties From anyone So, you sure, know These yeah. These kind of talk This kind of talk You know, happens in football But I kind of agree with Sever that the build up I just kinda of boycotted completely, you know. <laughs> I watched a lot more telenovelas um, than usual and <laughs> you know a cut up on my reading, you know, went for some walks so it's, I managed to, to bypass it a little bit. Even as a fan of
0: one of the teams, I think one of the things that we need to mention to to our international listeners who've never experienced a super classico from within Argentina. It's intensely done. Um, is, is that the build up really does get just get ridiculous. You know, a lot of people in Britain or whatever who follow Argentine football from afar and have never been here when it's been happening might, you know, often do say to us that it's a fantastic. I, I really want to go there and see it one day and everything. And you know, I mean, I've never been to the stadium for a super Superclásico. So I hope I get to go and experience the game one day. But at the same time, I wish I could do it without having to put up with the <laughs> week and a half of speculation and, and as Severus saying, dull media. Just drilling it into your brain the whole time and it's almost as if there weren't nine other games being played in the first division this week
1: it's, it's intensely dull well, and and also speaking, of, uh, sorry, speaking of uh, your conspiracy theories about Russing, getting penalty decisions against mm-hmm. them and everything um, I, I thought some of Almeida's comments were quite amusing after the game yeah, he
3: some great ones yeah yeah,
1: he was another one I think that was saying there were six or seven penalties which should have been called and he, he seems to think that yeah, he, there's also a conspiracy against River um, there
0: was some t- uh, a little bit of talk be- uh, before the game about the referee because, of course, Héctor <coughs> Baldassi was the first choice to referee and um, his referee, was it five Superclassicos before? I or think six it was or 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 something. Yeah. It would have been his sixth or seventh. And he's the referee that Argentina sent to the World Cup last year. Mm-hmm. He- he's kind of recognised by some distance as the country's best ref. Um, he had to go in for emergency surgery to appendicitis or yeah. a hernia or something last week. Which meant that Patricio Lustau took it and then, of course, Lustau fell down the stairs at that Bombonera before the game, about two hours before, and had to have a massage on his back to get fit. And um, he had to get an injection, actually. He was in, yeah. apparently in great pain and had to get a painkilling injection. And, and, in fact, Mystic Dan said on Twitter shortly before the game that we could expect some very doped-up decisions. <laughs> <while>. <laughs> Which, yeah, I guess we got in there.
1: But there's nothing to be unexpected, as we no. said, yeah.
0: and, and also, it has to be said that you know, it's all very well moaning about the ref and the fact that River should have had two penalties and all the rest of it but River didn't really help
3: themselves no I think yeah. what really hurt River in the end was the story that we've seen all through the year I think what's the count now 11 goals in 14 games or? exactly yeah. and just that they've got two strikers Bavoni and especially Sam's favourite player for who can't hit the ball in the net. like <laughs> They just seem incapable of scoring goals. <laughs>
2: but Pavone's commercial about his underwear collection is by far the best <laughs> hype-up I've seen this week. I you mean, know, I, uh,
0: I didn't uh, realise that it was Pavone in those... You um, need to search for Pishun on the internet.
2: I should tweet about that to my girlfriend.
0: I didn't realise that it was Pavone and those... There's an Argentine underwear company called Andros. If representatives of Andros would like to send Handapod any money for, Me- for mentioning them, then please that. feel free. We um, all wear Andros underwear. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. as well as Favoni yeah. does. Even yeah. <laughs> and, and I do. And it's—I mean, essentially, I, I just thought it was some, you know, some bloke with a not particularly well-defined figure compared with most, say, Calvin Klein models. And, nowhere near as good looking either and it was only I was reading through Olay the other day and, and there was a picture of Pavone on one page and I turned over and there was the Andros advert and it was the first time and I've, I've been looking at them for like a, a year you know, going around Buenos Aires and seeing them on big billboards and I thought hang on that's Mariano Pavone <laughs> which at least explains why they've chosen somebody so let's say not necessarily eye well, candy uh, A lot of people A lot of people think
4: He looks better In, in his underwear Than wearing the River
3: <laughs> shirt well, Definitely Probably I agree with that, I did, <laughs> <hear> that <they laughs> did, I did hear that They wanted Pashud For that But um, it turned out That Pashut Doesn't wear underwear So that's where It fell down. Exactly <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, I need images now of Racing's rampaging right back running down the touchline
3: commander <laughs> exactly Full what you need
2: you. no wonder no defenders want to get near it. swinging back and forth like a yeah.
1: pendulum <laughs> oh my god I didn't know you guys were <laughs> excited
2: about football
1: players keenest uh, as much as I for some reason we end up talking about this every week uh, yeah, interesting.
4: I only speak about it because he plays for Racing of course okay. otherwise, otherwise he wouldn't make no point no but I, I want to make the most of, his, uh, of this visit from from Asla to this Hand of pot recording because she was there she was at the Superclasico and she also went to Racing Independiente earlier in the season and if I'm not wrong Flamengo Fluminense in Brazil yeah. and
2: Palmeira Corinthians Palmeira, it Corinthians was incredible in then huh? I went to Bolivian Santa Cruz I go to almost every, every. Superclasico nice. and in an alternative game from B or, you know, Mm -hmm. some random games as well.
0: Have have you been to any in Turkey as well? Because the derbies there are notorious. I I
2: don't live in Turkey since I was 19 years old. So Uh, I haven't been to... One of my own team's games. So it's sort of like every time I go to a game, I expect to feel the same way. And until now, the only place I felt like that was Racing, of course, Mm -hmm. my team. And I almost cried every time. Are you listening, people? Those who criticize Racing? It wasn't your team like
1: that. I mean, At before, the beginning, I, no, you, no, no. Remember going to the stadium and right, exactly. I mean, Racine of sort
2: of won my heart slowly by when I started to learn about football, yeah. about you mm-hmm. know, in Argentina, because I didn't know anything when I started doing the show except mm-hmm. that it was a big factory of football players. But going back to the subject is more like um, it's impossible to not feel. The sense that that stadium shakes And it has an incredible group of supporters Boca supporters are as passionate as Racing supporters I would say But I never had a chance to be next inside Dose Because it's now a shady situation mm-hmm. They're fighting to go up mm-hmm. Who's going to be the next person So everybody recommends not to watch the game from there Except, And that's the only game I haven't seen with Popular mm-hmm. so far Still I was at the platea and I mean the flags and everything and before the game actually I was interviewing of course all the fans from both sides there was a lot of color that I haven't seen in a, in a Boca game or River game separately for you know it was just a big show mm. and everybody who participated by buying tickets or getting tickets and getting in there and it was amazing in that in that visual perspective I would recommend people to go but when you're a foreigner you want to go to the game and if you don't have a press pass we know that it's a very 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 difficult game to get into well it's
0: not only if you're a foreigner as well well you
2: pay $500 to barra some members and they just let you in and you watch the game excuse me but you almost poo in your pants and because you don't know what's happening and avalanches were massive in this time in the popular massive people like being smashed because the stadium is what fifty-eight thousand people capacity, roughly. roughly. Yeah. I think there was much more than that,
1: mm.
2: because people get in no matter what. Like
1: yeah, friends, people, of
2: friends and- not friends of friends. I think it's just the way it is. If you know yeah. the right people, mm. you go slide under something, and then suddenly you're seeing. You know, in the smaller stadiums, what I see the most is people from the popular section kids usually jump the fence and come to platea to watch it closer yeah. small like you know nothing big but this one is i think is a major operation of who gets in mm. and and that's how the money is mm. earned and I heard. to support the big flag, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to thousand millions of confetti that I've seen. I talked to the guys. There was a big um, before the game. There was a big uh, concern from La Doce because of the security measures. They were not going to be able to have flags in it and Bongos. Yeah, bongos. we should
0: we should explain this Drums, now. Yeah. There was um, last week. There was some trouble at uh, Villa field against yeah. Banfield. It was the game that we were that was on whilst we were talking last week. It wasn't so
3: much that it was trouble. It was because on the weekend. At uh, a yeah. Laringa concert, a guy got killed by a naval flare in which was thrown at him. Well, not at him, but it was thrown and hit him. Yes,
0: yeah, some guy so, it's a big issue Yeah, this guy died, and now
3: this whole thing about kind of pyrotechnics, flares, smoke bombs at these kind of big shows of football games is it's kind of like a big issue now. So yeah. Vélez were kind of silly enough to smuggle about kind of, thousands them. of flares <laughs> and stuff into the next game and. Yeah, the AFA basically decided to make an example out of them.
0: Which, for anybody, and, and Connor as well, I mean, for anybody who was yeah. um, watching the stream of it last week, that's why Velez Sasfield's home game in the Copa Libertadores last week was played in La Bombonera ah. uh, mm-hmm. instead of Velez's in a. Well, it what, looked like a two-thirds a empty, that one would ever have to but let's to have a reputation huge stadium that stadium I for that. It. <laughs> <laughs> it was
4: a huge stadium for Reyes fans. The Feles
0: are a club de barrio, whatever they want. Yeah, but that? sorry, <laughs> Ashley, as you were saying, you have all this, so <laughs> this fuss about So then, the day before
2: it. the game, those his lawyers, which are known to be one of the best lawyers in Argentina, they, they won the case, and, and I've, I think... You know, I've been to um, Centenario when they did the big flag thing. I saw the guy making um, it.
0: This is the stadium in Montevideo. The stadium of in yeah.
2: Montevideo, Centenario, and the world's biggest flag was made and opened at this game at Peniarol against
0: Independiente.
2: Independiente. And then this flag that Dose opened yesterday—they opened one big one, was massive that covered the entire Dose. Yeah, then John, the second time they opened. John
0: Richards. Um, Uh, another friend of ours who writes for he writes for BBC he He went along the day before the game to to pick up his accreditation and he actually took a picture which he put on Twitter of, of the flag and he took it kind of laid out in the car park and it was only after he got home and uploaded it because he, he just took it on his iPhone really quickly and then he looked at it more closely and realized that it was folded in two so he'd just taken a picture of the bottom wow. half of it was yeah. enormous it was
2: there were three flags the first one then they also made like small versions of it and then umbrellas were in and the drums were in and the best was I mean it, there was a lot of creative stuff about River going to be Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm not a Boca fan And I don't really care about their competition or anything But when somebody put, like, these big things with, like, B on them Everybody has, like, shirts with B on
3: them and The ghosts that was in there, I think we saw on yes. the TV, probably more, yeah what And then guy, they wrote,
2: the River would be Plate with B, like, in capital yeah. letters That's and
3: particularly <laughs> creative for us That America.
2: was super and creative
1: After the game, they played the funeral march for River And, <laughs> and yeah, then yeah.
2: there was another one, there's, like, Sun here are your new friends, Atletico Tucumán, yeah. Ferro Carrillo, like all the secondary <laughs> yeah, divisions.
1: the jokes are based about uh, Boca Unidos, which is like Boca's feeder yeah. club, which plays in, in B. So you're still, like, exactly. you know, still going to have a classic <laughs> over. You're still going to play against Boca Unidos <laughs> yeah. in, in the second division.
2: So, but, uh, you know, we all know River is never going to go to B. <laughs> I wouldn't be sure. Wouldn't so sure. I wouldn't I'm so be so sure. sure. It's a lot sure of money. So and Sam's
4: yeah. shaking. The microphone is shaking. He's <laughs> in <laughs> his hand. It's, it's, sort of a, it's a cold, lately? Like, yeah. <laughs> We still have to play Olimpo. We'll talk about it later, maybe. Okay, but so, I really doubt it. So, so how do you compare... Have you been to... You mentioned a few Clásicos in, in South America you've been to...
1: You wanted to say that the No, African no, no no. no, no. No, no, I, I know it. I, I won't say it. That I, anyway. I, don't
4: need, I don't need anybody <laughs> to tell me. I just know it. Have you been to uh, Montevideo for Nacional Peñero? Yeah.
2: I was there last weekend, so yeah. So h- how do you... How do you compare the Clásicos totally here
4: with the, the others you've seen? Right? Well, okay, what, what so... What was your favorite?
2: I lived in Uruguay. I lived in Argentina. I've never lived in Brazil. But I've been to all these three a big... Um, games in th- I mean three big derby games in these countries right? Brazil is like just like Brazil is mm-hmm. zero violence everywhere I go. They're like come on here dance with us. We scream you you know because I talk to the fans. My show is about uh-huh. how fans are. Build up to their game, right? So when do you ask them to sing? They sing with you. They want to give their shirt to. You. I mean, you know how many Brazilian jerseys I have? Insane. <laughs> Everybody gives me a jersey Then. Um,
4: yeah, I said. I, and I then in Uruguay is the same
2: thing. Even if you speak with the Barra guys, Uruguayans are nice people in general. There's no yeah. violence, you know, in their in their blood. So you don't ever feel like something bad is going to happen, even if the score is. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. it's an empate or whatever. Mm. Um, empate will be a yeah, draw. A draw yeah. And but in Argentina, you always think that something really bad can happen. You know, there was always that sense yesterday yeah. around the stadium. Though I'm a girl, usually people don't attack girls. But you know, they can steal the camera or the sense of menace. Though, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I feel the same they way. they are not like maybe I don't know. It was it was very friendly yesterday though. All even like Dose was friendly with me. Even if I asked him, I'm like, how did you get that in? He goes, okay, let me tell you this. You know, it was just really nice. But usually it's not like that.
4: Yeah, I get, I get the same feeling. but th- So I have to say, I went to a Super Clásico of, of Uruguay, um, Peñarol Nacional, and this was a summer tournament. Nothing no, no really. Impor- not importance. Like, they weren't playing for the points or for a cup or for anything. And I saw violence, and I found a, a good shot in, in his chest after the game. And I was walking, I, I was alone and I was walking around and I felt insecure as well. So it could happen, like, it could and it
2: Imagine could, it platea of the Centenario Stadium in this last game from a week ago in the, in the, how do you say platea in, in mm. for the it British it audience? It's like the, 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 seats. The, 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 the seats that are actually more expensive than yeah, the. the cheaper seats, right? You have the popular, which Popula. is the cheaper seats,
1: which are usually or the behind the goals, seat. the terraces, and then you have the, okay, the stands. Or, you know. said
3: the sitting, the sitting,
1: the sitting section.
2: In the sitting section of Uruguay in Centenario, is one part is Nacional, one part is Peñarol. I mean, they sit together basically. Yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. In
2: that, that no, was also. The problem also is
4: outside the stadium, of course. Yeah, as, and outside,
2: I think you know um, all these fights and stuff. Unless you go where it's going to happen and it's mm. known, sometimes it's known, you don't get to see it. That's probably why I don't.
4: Probably I didn't know and I went there. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> or that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> because Penero's Amsterdam um, section is known to be a little more. Mm. They're tough boys, but I don't think there's tough. There's not big criminal activity in Uruguay. So yeah. The worst yeah. they can be, like what, thieves? Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, maybe some crackheads, but nothing big. <laughs> Not <laughs> like killers.
0: Uh, <laughs> as, a, as a, quick aside after I just mentioned that you've been to the Super Classic. Um, just for any of our listeners in in Great Britain, if you're a reader of 442 and you can save up your back issues you wrote an article on it, it was it would have oh, been yes. about it how was, was uh, cuz i remember I'm reading sorry, what it date, I was in date. Uh, it
4: has to am uh, um, probably 2007 yeah and yeah it was for the section more than a game i think and it was
0: Sep- september october kind of time of year maybe so ha- have a look um Thanks and for the time. It's plans. the same Seven <laughs> <sub-agasio. laughs> yeah. so,
3: you know, Just If, if well, you've yeah, still got you know. a, a
0: really old issue of 442 hanging around and you live in the UK, then, then it might <laughs> be it. <laughs> <laughs> has an
1: excellent website as well. Mundo Albiceleste. Albi yeah. indeed can as well. Very. And, and he's on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mundo
0: Albiceleste or QPR underscore ARG Yeah, exactly. There <laughs> we Thanks. go. Um, right.
4: So um, back to the, to the, to the super classical and what happened. On the, on the field on the pitch um, how are you feeling uh, about River and, and the chances after this loss hmm. whether you think he was again exposed that River are one team when they're leading or when they're, le- they're score at level and one very different team when they need to get back in the game
0: yeah for sure I mean I agreed with you when, when you said that last week as did our other guest Argentine Sam they looked uh, the, the thing was the goals came really close together they were three minutes apart or so Carrizon and with his horrific goal and then Martin Palermo <laughs> with with a really good lobbed goal. header. Yeah, or, uh, Palermo. Albeit it was stupidly defended because one of the you know, one of the things that that everybody from England knows if you've watched match of the day and you see Alan Hansen criticising defence, the, the main, one of the things he always says is you don't let the ball bounce in the box. And Rivers defenders let it loop over their head and bounce on the edge of the six yard box and then up onto Palermo's forehead. <laughs> um <laughs> but, after conceding two goals, you know that quickly, they looked shocked they didn't I look like right. they settled their, at all. their They're spirit completed. and exactly.
2: Lamela was i mean I was the whole time I was watching because I like watching him as a player, he's really, really good. you yes. can tell from the moment he starts running towards the ball or something, and like he was just like I was like, poor thing, he must be dying in that field there's nothing he can do he's playing against two teams almost you know
0: and he he was the player probably on River's side which had uh, the most the pressure on him overall. you know yeah. it, especially when when he's the playmaker and the two players ahead of him are Favone and uh, Finesse
2: Madrid <laughs> that's the point it's yeah. a lot but of only energy. so much he can do probably. exactly, exactly.
0: Yeah, one point so he... when suddenly they have to make up two goals <clears throat> in a fixture where I, I did a bit of research at half time and I think that I, I think I said that it's something like since in the professional era which started in 1931 one. 1931 thank you seven, mm-hmm. River have beaten Boca in La Bombonera right four or five times when Boca have scored twice hmm. and they've only been you know very few 2-2 draws so generally if, if a side goes two goals up at home
1: in the Superclásico, then that's game over and, mm-hmm. and this river team that seems yeah, to never exactly. come from behind uh, and also
2: Maidana leaving the game so early on yeah. was yeah. very big I think yeah
0: no that's that's a good point actually Maidana Jonathan Maidana the former Boca defender who scored the winning goal for River in the last super.
2: And that's for um, those who think I don't know anything about football. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: he, he was injured maybe ten minutes before half time and had to be subbed off which as well as the fact that River lost arguably the most important defender also of course meant that they lost a substitution which they could really have done with when they were chasing the game.
3: Although they only made two funny enough. You might be right. Yeah. <laughs> but I was very surprised that they didn't throw Caruso in. And- yeah, Which, I uh, was. the other striker and yeah. the, the two that were on the pitch obviously you know not wanting to push a point too further, but they're not. They weren't doing what they were supposed to do. So. Not not
0: that Leandro Caruso, <laughs>
3: <laughs> not that he would uh, necessarily have been m- yeah. more of a goal threat. He's only um, uh, Lionel Messi
0: in front of goal. But no, but, but there, there was at least one um, journalist who I saw today uh, on I think it was on Olay's website saying that Caruso probably would have been a better bet to start with, regardless of form, regardless of how good or bad the player is but just taking into account the characteristics they have as a player he would have probably been a a better bet than Funes Mori to start because of he he would have been going up against Juan Manuel Sarralde and Caruso would have been because of his style of play much more of a handful albeit that the two (coughs) what should have been two penalties were both Funes Mori um, who would have
4: won them with the the Monday paper it's easy to say uh, he should have been better because to be honest uh, Funes Mori was was did well in getting in in a good position, well, getting to the ball, yeah. and then he was fouled, the referee didn't give it, it could have changed.
2: Uh, we the, j- we were joking
1: about the conspiracy theories and everything, but if, they, if he'd given that penalty, because we know that River are really good when they get ahead, mm-hmm. if, if yeah, that had yeah, been it one to nil, nil well, to River at that stage, after playing so well for the first 25 minutes.
2: That's the penalty that before, is, it was just 0-0, right? Yeah, right, yeah. Like,
1: yeah. Um, So now Boca,
0: six well points. I, but the other thing that I wanted to say, Seb, about, about it's before you start talking about what I assume is a <laughs> renewed challenge for the club sorry 3-0 um, is
2: that what you're going to talk about
3: <laughs> oh, well maybe later
0: later, later. <laughs> was that um, Beto Alonso today uh, oh. River Plate legend the man whose number 10 is on the back of my 1986 River Plate shirt because he was a key member of that Coppa Libertadores winning team alongside Enzo Francescoli mean, to
2: interview him for my show last week but we couldn't do
0: it But we're all very jealous If, if, if when you do interview <laughs> him you can get him to record an introduction for Handed Pod actually, that would,
2: <laughs> I
3: will try be fantastic
0: <laughs> preferably what I presume is not very good English he probably, he, he probably um, criticises mm. Beto Alonso that's, <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's what he does he criticises everyone he's, he's been very
0: critical today of, of JJ Lopez yeah, exactly. and, and he's been saying all this kind of stuff that as you say in the Monday papers after the game is really easy to say <laughs> but he's also been seemingly completely ignoring the fact that River still have got five games to to try and make something up now and, and, you know, to escape from the promenio Mm. and and all the rest of it. And they'll probably do it being helped by the AFA if they can't do it with their own free will on the pitch. And, yeah, so it kind of reinforces what you were saying about it's very easy to be critical in hindsight.
4: But he's been a tendency from Alonso. You have to take it from where where he's coming from because he has always been like this. Excellent player. I saw just the last part of his career and he was amazing and i don't know if there are many things on on youtube that you could search for alonso and but if they are just give you give it a look
2: cause
4: <laughs> <laughs> and then just spill the, the, the
2: Coca-Cola <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> no it's a kill mis- <laughs> <laughs> so Alonso is always is always We're criticizing gonna, everybody he, like, he's been critical cool. of Pasarela in the past for, of every manager mm. like he he got jealous because he never got elected president he never got um, yeah. to be a river manager and that's what he does It's like San Filippo like Filipo. another
1: Stefano like,
4: like yeah
0: or more Dieter, like San, like San Filippo Grumpy. Exactly.
3: Diego Maradona before he was actually
0: given the Argentina job and did such a great job of it in his own head. Yeah.
2: God, no. I just cannot imagine how he's going to suffer in that heat in summertime.
0: Well, he's <laughs> lived in Buenos a a... Aires in summertime. No, only I am mean, talking about like 50
2: degrees oh, it's Celsius uh, and yeah, it's
3: up. I'm it's sure going be there to there be enough. very, very hot. Sure we'll and I don't time.
2: know where they play in hmm. A C closed stadiums maybe. I don't know. Because everything in Dubai in, in all those countries is under A C they spend like most of their time in, in shopping malls. Because there's nothing to do outside of there yeah. in the street or anything. So he's probably going to spend most no. of his time in his room, in his kitchen.
1: He won't be sporting his grey suit like at, like at the World Cup. Be, oh, God, that well. I love
2: that. In <laughs> double with watch. The full,
1: <laughs> with a full beard double
0: and the nice How do you call this? The, Afro, like, no, the, the turban. The turban, yeah. He's going to wear the turban. And Mancuso, Mancuso turban. said
2: that he may yeah. be wearing the turban and the cloak. Yeah, he is be wearing
0: the cloak. <laughs> but actually, I, this is, uh, regarding where they play, that might be a good question if you ever get the chance to interview Batistuta for instance because was played doesn't give interviews no well I must well we've lot, tried a
2: couple it. of times but he, but he the answer he, was he next. was a
0: very um, important member of Quattas 2022 World Cup bid team as well which, uh, but anyway, that's completely irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. So, but what were you saying just before I interrupted you a minute ago about? Bachmann?
4: No, no. Just on the subject of Maradona, I think he's going to be wearing the turban of God. But that's <laughs> another. That's another thing. Now, I was um, talking about the the the, the closure, Of course, the last match uh, from this. Uh, latest round was a, the, the best game of, and of the Clausura
0: yeah. Barnon. Far more important to the title race than, uh, Absolutely. albeit much less hype than the Super Classico was. Yeah. Um, if,
4: it was uh, Velez away at Lanús. And Velez were leading twice, and Lanús in the end managed to, to win 3 yeah. 2. And by winning, that was one for each team. Yeah, so. A- and by doing that, they uh, opened the title race again because Vélez, with the win would have gone eight points clear of no, uh, uh, four points. Clear, clear, sorry, point sorry, point. I was eight thinking of Racing. racing.
2: Yeah, I <laughs> of you of always think of about of Racing.
4: <laughs> yeah, I'm guilty of that. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, he, the Vélez would have been, would have gone four points clear of of Godel Cruz, and now they're only one point clear of Gaudi Cruz, four points clear of uh, Lanus, and then the, and then there are There are 4 teams With 22 points uh, 5 points Behind Vélez
2: And Gio is going Coming There's
4: a bunch of
1: 22 Argentinos Olympos Uh, Racing
0: Yeah And Racing and then Boca on 21 of course which which is why you feel Boca may not be able to mount a based on chance.
4: form I mean why not I mean, based on
0: form I would agree but I, I still think there are too many clubs above them
1: as we've said before and they're away way yeah. to uh, this week so yeah. it could be another three points
0: yeah
4: and then lots of teams uh, up there are playing each other Vélez play Godoy Cruz and Racing Racing play Godoy Cruz and Velez of course and uh, they play each other uh, so
2: where are we playing Velez game in, in Cilindro or no,
4: away Away. It's the, the last round it will be Velez at home against Racing the previous one will be Racing in Avellaneda against Godoy Cruz so it looks really tasty for the last Five rounds. Uh, no, of the, th- round. no the
0: other thing, Seb, <coughs> is that uh, a few minutes ago in a piece that I may or may not have cut by the time our listeners hear this, you mentioned that um, if I'm writing off Bock's title chances, then I really have to write off Rivers as well because mm. Rivers are only point clear. Last week you wrote off Racing's title chances. <laughs> <laughs> and they're a point ahead of Bock. No, I, I still think I. Uh,
4: this is my. Uh, what thirty third season as a Racing fan. <laughs> they did this to me many many times. I, I don't, don't think, think it'd be ten <laughs> points clear at this point at <laughs> still be They the could chance. have been, yeah, no, maybe, yeah. I think Racing probably have a chance that they have to they have to beat themselves first. They have to find their regularity, play to the level they're capable of. They've shown that they're capable of they're capable of playing good football. Yeah. We so need they, they need to
0: is coming back. Been week. missing. Yeah.
4: He's coming. He's coming
0: back. As far as our listeners may have <coughs> realised, is a Racing fan. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Uh, yeah. They say Boca
4: is la mitad más uno, the half plus one. Now we yeah. are five people here, and three Jeez. are Racing
0: yeah. fans. So, okay. <coughs> um, Racing did show at the weekend that they can that they play well, as, as, as you say. As well, they they quite comfortably won three 0 against. Oh god, or I can? No news, but New that's world, thank you. that's the, the best,
4: the worst team in
0: the. It is, in this but, but all, the, all the same, because I thought it would be fun, and, and Australian Dan agreed with me. We're going to ask English Dan some in-depth questions about the tactical setup that Racing played with on Saturday. that game, Dan? Because he was well, at the was game. that
3: game, yeah. So
0: Dan, <laughs> first of all, h- h- how did the starting eleven and, and the formation
3: at the beginning of the game evolve through the game? Well, I can't say too much about the first fifteen minutes because. You know, um usually I'm in the stadium about an hour before, kind of already, up in the up in the stands in the popular still, but up your in the stands, notes,
0: of course, yeah. With, with your binoculars, yeah, and but diagrams. This,
3: yeah. This time I decided with another friend of mine that we'd stay a bit longer, I think we got to a bar by the side of the stadium about an hour and a half, two hours before the game, ten minutes after kickoff, we were still there. <laughs> and so we kind of skipped along, hearing, hearing the massive roar coming out of the cilindro as we walked around the side, and <laughs> came in, managed to, I don't know, fight our way somehow through this like human wall that was in gate 12, I believe it was. No, gate 10, that's it. And just kind of stayed right down by the goal, by the moat. And we were all with, we were in fairly high spirits. Quite a few kilometres had been um, down at that time. <laughs> spirits yeah. is, spirits is the operative yeah. word, yeah. And so I didn't see too much of the game. We had a very nice kind of how would you call it? Kind of pitch level view. I so when you, you say could you it.
0: couldn't see, you can't tell us much about the first fifteen minutes. You really mean you <laughs> can't, can't tell, tell us much about the first ninety minutes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, the first ninety minutes is a bit of a blur. You know, did you even I did filled you. in some gaps with. Uh, with uh, YouTube highlights and when I managed to get home that night at about 4 o'clock in the morning they're actually showing the game again on Canal 26 so I managed to you know piece it together (laughs) well (laughs) (laughs) so yeah but good fun had by all kind of sang and jumped around for 90 minutes straight. I admire your professionalism. Of course. <laughs> no. it's, I think they call it Gonza journalism. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. We should mention that uh, the Zuccolini brothers started in the, yeah, in the what's center. what's up <laughs> with
2: that, man? I was reading what you were writing and how many other Zuccholini like, come on. <laughs> I, I know you're jealous of them. They're like both very good. They're very good, It's yeah. not like Baldwin's. There's
1: <laughs> I think there's only two. Or, the, or the Saratos, yeah. perhaps. We the have the the four. Four, right? I think Dan is more hoping that there's some a few younger brothers as well. I but.
3: think it was what you said, yeah, if uh, Franco's Cholito and Bruno's Cholitito, <laughs> then there's a third one called Matias who's about 15 years old at the moment It's going to be Cholititito. <laughs> and do for forget we can say
4: Teofilo Gutierrez has a brother playing for the Racing for Racing Reserves, and
3: Jacob. Jacob as it's well. a family affair in yeah. Racing yeah. yeah. He he mentioned
1: it's a no. family
2: team, Academia. Yeah. Like yeah. You start and you go up yeah. towards you know the well, peak.
1: There was a very nice interview with the Zuccolini brothers before the during the week where they were both interviewed together and they both both of them <laughs> said that the other other guy was the better player and it was all very sweet and, and lovely and yeah they they played well in the middle of yeah. midfield and
3: with two goal two beautiful goals from uh, Theo Gutierrez as well which I think are worth because mm-hmm. now he's drawn level.
1: With oh, Strakalursi crazy,
3: yeah. the strike attack, as we like to call him, <laughs> uh, with nine from the season. In what was he played? He played. He missed the first two basically because we won't count the one against Boca. So he played twelve games. Yeah, nine in twelve games.
1: Yeah. And very, very, very much impressive. a number nine performance for him. So yeah, you know, like one of the one of the really good number nines in the in the league. You've interviewed him, haven't you, Aslan? Yeah. Nice no.
2: guy.
3: We mm. <laughs> 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 talk about God a
2: lot. I won.
3: Oh uh, God,
2: Theo. Yeah. Teo says God. I mean, <laughs> Teo is a very, very religious yeah. person. Like seriously, I remember watching him for the game that where we I saw you guys the first time. You know when he it mm. took the shirt off inside, he was thanking Jesus. Yeah. And is, like yeah, Kaka,
4: but only Be- Teo is better than Kaka.
2: So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course he is. But today, Teo is a nice today, guy. Except today, it's like, always yeah. Jesus for him. Yeah. You know, it's always thanks, thanks to Jesus that he goal scored a goal. Thanks to Jesus for his kids thanks to everything is you know he's a very he's a believer and he's the, like the 20 strange, years old the, the strange uh, thing uh, about this though too.
0: is that he's, he's 28 i think <laughs> <laughs> he's
3: well, 20.
2: i mean they, he looks somewhere
3: in the middle of 24 maybe 26 might be better
0: <laughs>
2: he looks very young <laughs> and the his strange, wife the thing about this like is he's it, she's
0: 16 normally that's the kind of thing that would lead to a player being much more humble and, you know, Kaká, famously, a humble... No, husband. I think Tio is far from being humble. Hum- Tio
2: yeah. is not humble yeah. at all.
0: Even though he can't I mean, even he tanks
2: Jesus, but he goes, you know, I'm talented. <laughs> yeah, people should really recognize that I'm here for them. I mean, it's just... I mean, you have to be like that, I think, to be um, a good um, player. You have mm-hmm. to be a striker. You cannot not have an ego. Just like you cannot be a number 10 without having a really functioning brain... Not only you know feet, and you Mark can Donald tell himself. you know I interview football players all <laughs> football the time, and players. you Let's interview play. a number ten from today or from the past. The difference is you. It's it's different. Hmm. They they speak different. They think different. They have a character. They all have different characters, I think. Also and so also, which, the which position
0: would you say comes up with the most intelligent interviewees? Number five. No, Goal, goalkeepers. Goalkeepers have got to be fairly. Dull, you know, sure. I haven't had a or
2: goalkeeper. Mad. I haven't interviewed a goalkeeper. Which, but I would think, uh, Tafarel. I, you know, watched him when I was little, yeah. and listened to interviews he's done. And also, who's the um, super goalkeeper from Sao Paulo no, right Roger, now? Uh, yeah i s- briefly spoke Still to him the best, at the, right? the, the training or you know he had like he was like i am who i am <laughs> <laughs> watch you know he was walking and everybody was splitting <laughs> as he walked by <laughs> Re-
0: regarding the other trends from from the weekend
3: just gone uh, the most no, before we move on actually sorry, like, yeah. uh, there's another thing to do with Theo that and i was got seba very very angry if he'd like to uh, move on to that
4: no no well I, I would accept the, the punishment, because Theo, after the game, he threw his shirt... Towards the, the, the fans, but this was uh, a long
3: time after the game. We should. He did the pre- post-match interview on the stadium. At, yeah. On this on the pitch, everyone else had left, and he's kind of walking. And also off. the referee yeah. has,
4: has left. Uh, yeah. At uh, about the time yeah. he he threw his shirt to, to, towards the fans, but then Riquelme did the same thing. What's
2: wrong he's, with that? Uh, yeah.
0: I well, was, I was, it's what it's was what was
3: yeah,
4: punishment? Teo's punishment, punishment is that after that they're gonna give him a yellow card. even though, so
3: far, but yeah, it seems yeah, that
4: even, even though even though the referee did. Didn't show it right, and yeah. the referee sh- uh, left. Somebody told the referee, the referee wrote it down, and now he's gonna get the yellow card.
2: That's un- unfair, but yeah. i it would
0: be interested to hear whether that's actually within FIFA's regulations when the ref can include something in his match. Report if it's in, if he it's in the report, if it, at the
4: time. because if, it, if it's something that happens in the tunnel as players are leaving, yeah. be it time or after full time the referee can punish them, they can they, they can write it down, and even though they don't show the yellow card, nobody sees the yellow card, it goes into the book.
0: Sure. But what's um, wrong with
2: throwing the jersey?
0: Well, apparently it's, it's... You take your shirt off on the field of play, you know, during the game. You it have is to be forbidden. Just, I,
2: uh, he was no, not some, outside, outside, of the, outside of the... Some referees, the, some referees okay. would say that it
0: doesn't have to happen during the match if it, if it happens at all even after the match. Mm. So the same thing happened with Riquelme right after the, the
4: Superclásico but the difference here is that Riquelme got booked during the game uh, when when he wasted time before taking the corner kick mm. and he smiled because Riquelme esta feliz <laughs> he's happy you know? I, should, I should have seen the, the the commercial but then Riquelme as he was leaving the, the, the Bombonera he threw the shirt towards the, the, the fans and now I'm I'm wondering whether they're going to give him the second yellow card and, and miss a game because of that, or is it going to be just for... for and if zero? not,
2: everybody goes to Plaza de Mayo and <laughs> protests for this. Yeah, exactly. Racing fans out there. We should, we
0: should.
2: Peronista <laughs> Racing fans, let's
0: go. On, on go that note, actually, as well, There was. I remember a few years ago when Newell's Old Boys, I can't remember which game it happened in, but they were obviously in a bit of a rut. They may have been kind of trying to avoid the promocion, uh, the, the relegation playoffs or whatever, they got a really important win and after the game the whole first team squad showed their appreciation to the fans by going over to the fence they all took their shirts off threw them into the crowd and the referee went over and booked all of them <laughs> which took something like 8 of them it was their 50 other card, which oh, meant wow. that they all got suspended for the next match and it's kind of you know you think it's a bit
2: just like Almeida said huevo y garra I think you have to be you that's, have to have that kind like of connection balls with balls and
0: spirit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that would be exactly what I made a plays with as well the other thing that I noticed um, from this weekend that really stood out after, particularly after we've mentioned the opposite happening several times in recent weeks is that there were only two away wins this, this weekend and uh, seven six or seven home wins
1: mm.
0: it's the first time this year that there have been more home wins than away wins in the Klausura and speaking of that I got
4: to a website called uh, I will recommend it. No no plugs or whatever. Uh, it's a, it's an excellent website for statistics for Argentine football and other leagues as well. is
0: universofootball.com. Uh, yeah. It's one I of my homepages The only yeah. problem I have with it is that it sometimes doesn't load. Ah, and, it takes uh, The homepage will load and you'll click a link and it just however many times you refresh it doesn't. It, it just comes up with this page can't be displayed. But it is excellent if you. Get yeah, it, when like it does, it, it gives really you a lot of good information and one of the historical uh, as well.
4: And one of the things I found yesterday. Just by chance Is that There were 49 home wins 41 draws And 51 away wins This, no, this league. 50, so it's yeah. After yeah. this weekend If I'm not wrong with the, with the numbers Which are not My main strength But uh, Yeah it's Only two more Away wins Than home wins But I think Comparatively uh,
0: Yeah you would expect to be a lot more exactly, Away wins. Yeah, Exactly And also This is right after a weekend Where home wins Have comfortably outnumbered Away wins So mm-hmm. of course yeah, uh, A week ago One
1: at home this week, right? So, yeah, dead, yeah. How, how on earth did that happen? It was three zero. were playing with <laughs> <was the right laughs> a That was the reason.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: had actually first time this season first that first more the away games. Yeah. Because I went to famous elephant, you know, cemetery of elephants. They call their stadium, and I was expecting to see one of those, you know, Lanus came, Camononesi. They're playing, and and we're looking. I'm like, they're losing. <laughs> what is happening? And then they told me that this season has been yeah, re- that Colon the winning away more than in the house. Yeah, yeah even more 19- won
0: there. yeah in, in the 1960s <laughs> <laughs> in the 1960s Colón beat
2: Santos in 1964 they, they,
0: they beat the sides who were a very good team but would no, eternally no, but be damned to, to, to be called Pelé's Santos rather yeah. than Santos yeah. in 1964 in the Copa Libertadores they beat um, the great Peñarol side of that era they was it beat Copa Libertadores or? Yeah, no, no, it was they the go
2: for that? a show match after oh, Pelé yeah. wins yeah. all right. the only like Pele Santos wins all the games that year. They started a show uh, tour. They tour oh, all of them, and they, they come to Cologne, and they come to Cologne, and they lose it two to one. And one of the persons that was in that game I've been to, old guy, he said he was there when he was little and he's never gonna forget. Pele picked find
0: up most people that age in Santa Fe will claim to have it.
2: <laughs> No, 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 but it was like I think I mean you could tell that he was telling the truth. It was three generations of Colon fans yeah. the grandfather, the son and the grandchild going to they had their seat and everything and as they were walking I said, By any chance you were here in the stadium that day he goes, I was and he's like I only can five minutes for you and it's like I said what happened what do you remember from that day and he said Pele picked up the grass and he was like oh oh he was so mad he was you know physically showing pain and you know ego breaking moment because Colon was like nobody back then <laughs> not apparently, that apparently
4: his... apparently he was uh, he grabbed a bit of grass and right. he was saying Pele is very unhappy Pele yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> person, course, yeah. so you I he heard the, the same story <laughs> exactly. so
2: it's not lying I, mean, I believe my interviewee but it it's a different um, they, it's a Cologne has an incredible supporter yeah. I mean 99% of Santa Fe supports Cologne whoa, 1% whoa, yeah, whoa. <laughs> that's
3: tough on Union I don't they're know probably, they're probably coming up this all of our Union fans are going to be writing oh, right I am so sorry yeah, I've just heard tough. that I'm that's repeating yeah. what yeah. I you've heard you've uh, heard it from Cologne fans of yeah.
2: course
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah the, I mean the, the reputation started then and they also beat the great Panarol sides of that era Moca
2: River Boca everybody River,
0: they're independent. They, I think there's I'd, Seba, you might be able to correct me, but I read a story saying that they've beaten an Argentine national team representative side yes, or something exactly, as well. Yes, exactly, they yeah. want them.
2: To. But yeah. I recommend if anybody's going to come here for Copa America, that's one of the fields, that stadiums that you should go to. It's a beautiful stadium, except it's sort of like flo- floats. That's why they call them like it's always um, if there's a lot of rain that time it's going to probably flood because there's always water in the field mm-hmm. but they make the best sandwiches inside <laughs> in the like not like those patty stuff <clears throat> i'm talking about like great artisanal quesos and cheeses and breads nice. and it's like french baguette filled with you know jamon crudo I was like, wow! <laughs>
0: this what? is one of the things that if, if we were talking about the upcoming European Championships, I'd be almost certain that UEFA would stamp that out and just have McDonald's outlets opened <laughs> up in the duration of the tournament. But I suspect that CONMEBOL won't have the professionalism <laughs> not to do that. It's <laughs> not that they don't want so to do it. They, they, they can not it. Yeah. Yeah. So which, which sides are playing in Santa Fe You're in the Copa America very quickly, in case yeah. anyone's coming? <laughs> Colombia, Argentina, Uruguay, yeah. probably. Oh, yeah. Argentina, Argentina are playing Colombia yeah. there, I think, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah if, if you're coming For the Copa America Then that's a recommendation From Astley If you want to see Gio and Deo Play
3: Messi Maybe not Gio Maybe not yeah, Gio maybe But not Gio. hopefully <laughs> Deo Play Messi You know that big
2: You think Colón going to make it The Colombian team Because that's one of the things He told me at the interview He said I dream about wearing my jersey for my national team. I think team. he's going to be the third choice. I player. think he okay. will
1: make the
3: squad, yeah. I mean, the way he's played this year, he's kind of... He has to straight, be, yeah. be behind Radamel, Falcao Garcia for sure. Yeah, is yeah. obviously the first choice, yeah. and right. as the He's the second. Hugo Rodallega also played in the Premier League, no, maybe. I picked Dale before. Based on a
4: form, to I think he'll be in the squad, definitely,
0: yeah. I don't think he'll yeah. play that much. And, and in terms of the how big the name is and if they pick him but they, of course we're not play in Colombia we don't know how, how much attention people are paying no. in Colombia to the Argentine League compared with the Premier League or, or yeah. the, the Spanish well, they, they, League they, the
4: they Portuguese do uh, if they pick Teo they, it's going to be a great partnership Teo and God
1: together <laughs>
2: <laughs> <So> they, <laughs> have <Yeah>. they cannot <laughs> lose they cannot
1: <laughs> and by God you mean Gio or you mean well I think he's talking about Falcao
3: I'm sure
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> a lot of River fans still wish that we had him At the moment, it might have been a different story on on Sunday if uh, we'd had
1: three or four goals on Sunday. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We're going to take a a very short break now because we've been talking for a long time without (laughs) having any breaks at all. And when we come back, I think we'll do Mystic Down. Is is that alright with you? Uh, That's fine. Excellent. So, we've got uh, a light out here tonight. We've actually been allowed to keep it on all the <laughs> way through the episode by Dan's flatmate. So, <laughs>
1: this means that Mystic... must <laughs> wonder why we can't
0: have a light on out here. Yeah, we'd I'm love to tell you, but anything. we're not allowed. Um, but it, what it does mean is that Mystic Dan can actually read his predictions <laughs> this week, so there will be no excuse if he gets <laughs> any of these wrong. Uh,
1: hey, take him away. Who picked <laughs> the Superglasioris off?
2: <laughs> are we going <laughs> to have to look into that on. until next Super Superclassical <laughs> yes. or something?
1: Um, well, last week, uh, yeah, I said I picked a bunch of home results and, and it, it came through. I didn't necessarily pick the right ones. But <laughs> 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 four in 11 yeah. or
2: something. I think I, got,
1: I think I got about four or five. But th- this week is going to be the week of the draws. So we got, um, I think all boys are going to win away to Newell's. Uh, Banfield will go to cruise draw. Tigre will win against Lanús, Argentinos Olimpo draw, Estudiantes to win away to Huracán, Independiente Colón draw, Quilmes Racing draw, sorry guys. How
2: come you wish.
1: Vélez to, to beat Gymnasia, River to beat San Lorenzo, and Arsenal Boca draw. River away to San Lorenzo, by the way, right this yeah, no, they're not. What am I talking no, about? <laughs> no, I just copied
0: it. Out Ignore face. what I just said. They are at home. <laughs> Delete. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and of, of the
4: of the teams we haven't spoken before, estudiantes they haven't won in the last seven. It's amazing. Yeah. It's incredible.
0: They've really fallen off. The, yeah, yeah. In the they, last seven in the league, by the in way. Is last not week, able about to play they going out. is out. Yeah. yeah. The yeah.
1: Last for the season. Yeah.
4: So yeah, they they're coming from a draw at home. Well, playing in Kilmes, but at home against Tigre and now they're they're going to be playing
1: uh, they're playing uh to Urakan. I it has to be they uh, have to break the record.
4: there is there is a very chance for yeah. them <coughs> to bounce back
1: I, I said I, I tweeted
0: just before Martin Palermo broke his goal scoring duck for the year uh, <laughs> against Urakan, That if he didn't score against Urakan then then they may as well take him out and shoot him and, you know, the same thing really applies here. When studi- If Estudiantes can't beat Huracan, it'll be the end of the class or before they win again.
4: Yeah, and when Palermo scored against Huracan, I said, I, I wouldn't want to be a River fan.
0: You did. <laughs> yeah. and, and we all said that now he's got one, he'll, he'll be scoring in every game until the end game. of the <laughs> season. And that's
1: what's happening. He has, so so far has. Far four out of four.
4: Yeah. And then Independiente, we haven't spoken about them. I think they won, like, the, the cup final for them. Yeah. When they yeah. went to Vallablanca, they won two nil.
0: Fantastic. Yeah,
4: beautiful goal from, from Patricio Rodriguez. It the
0: second done up to look like Terry Butcher, circa 1990. Although <laughs> uh, well, like the that, 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 that game English.
3: were pretty fortunate as well, when the game was one uh, one-nil to them, I think it was. Uh, said yeah, you know, a handball, handball. Yeah, but I didn't see much of a handball I must say it wasn't but no, anyway yeah. it wasn't. let's not start the conspiracy <laughs> theories <laughs> about Grandona you should be president yeah. of Independiente we shouldn't go into that no, no. Let's not. but uh, I
2: mean if they haven't won that one you no, want to find yourself on the bottom of Rio no, de Plata on your knees going down very fast on leader mortars you
0: know what this gives us an excuse to mention the fact that today there was facts that became public from the fans of uh, sorry from the fans from the directors of all of the Primera División clubs in support of Julio Rondona because apparently there was some I, I didn't see it but there was an advert taken out last week by a group of people who want him deposed as head of the AFA mm-hmm. which had a bunch of pictures of him next to successive presidents of Argentina not of the Argentina FA but of the country mm-hmm. and it ended with him ne- uh, shaking hands with Bidela the, the first head of the Argentina's military government so in fact you've touched upon hmm. a, very a fairly delicate, delicate yeah, yeah. Exactly. it was just my imagination
2: <laughs> I didn't know about this thing but I always think of you know there's like this the more you know about football in this country I guess the more if you started reading these blogs or like people who know much more about us because you know they're older guys and some documentaries it seems like I mean it's it's a position that nobody wants to ever leave. Mm. It's like it's better than being the president of a dictator of a country. Yeah. You're in the head you're the head of a factory that makes millions <laughs> of dollars mm. and of course, yeah. I mean, and if support, you're against him, yeah. it's like George Bush. Yeah. You're yeah. against me; you're my enemy, kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Except uh, the people can vote George, but the public can vote George <laughs> Bush out. <laughs> no, or Gwondonno's he, he buys out. elections when in that he job ha- until he dies, and when he dies, his son takes it over, <laughs> oh, probably.
4: yeah. It's Sultan. like a kingdom.
2: Sultan of Argentinian uh, football. And,
0: <laughs> he, and if he yeah. gets if he gets
4: support from from presidents of the Primera Division clubs and and other clubs. Is because of fear, not because mm-hmm. of com- convincing the money for uh, the
3: bread is better than the
2: not say bye ever again after it's <laughs> left. <laughs> <laughs> the are of, uh, of us, yeah. Episode 20. I
0: think this yeah, is yeah, so the possible cut then. This. And then, If anybody finds <laughs> this dictator in several years' time and wonder whatever happens in the 20th episode of the pod, then please search for my remains
2: somewhere. Somewhere in Rio de la Yeah, either that or
0: buried somewhere on the side of a street somewhere between Kabashi and yeah, weather, just remember
4: we are in a rooftop and there are a
3: lot of buildings here yeah. so I'm just trying yes, to sorry, see I've got, I've got <laughs> zombie and Nestor as my bodyguards I think I'll be alright Dan, Dan doesn't have to
0: leave the house ever again if he doesn't want to so he's ok the rest of us have to get home somehow <laughs> so we're all going to be panicking now it's a very overcast night as well there could be some fighter jet hiding just behind those
2: clowns <laughs> <laughs> this, this,
0: this podcast has descended into silliness now um, to quote a Monty Python sketch it started off okay but now it's just got silly so <laughs>
3: <laughs> the
0: school teacher is laying down the law here yeah unless anybody's got anything really personal to add no um,
1: no. no just thanks to Hasla for coming along it's, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. it was amazing so really to hang
2: out with what I called you earlier Anglo football guru boys <laughs> and Seba <laughs> it's, it's my Rasingista mate and now of course I'm not, you're not anymore the Anglo football guru boy you're Rasingista for me hey, I'm glad to make the transition <laughs> it it's been a pleasure, pleasure to have you, to you and,
0: and also much more Smooth going than we were led to expect it would be by Australian Dan, who told us that you knew nothing about anything. (laughs) Oh, uh, really? One of the least intelligent people he'd ever met, I think he said. But it's it's been lovely, Astley, thank you very much. Great, great. Um, So, yeah, it's goodbye from special guest Astley. Goodbye. Goodbye from English Dan, who's just answered his telephone. Very very, very inconsiderate (laughs) So To to phone when they know we're recording. (laughs) Goodbye from Australian Dan. Bye. Goodbye from Seba. Hasta luego. And goodbye from me. Goodbye.
3: Ciao, ciao.